I think some of your nails are still embedded. Sam unfolded the map until she found their location. We need to take I-95 and head north. It looks like the police station is about 30 minutes away. Carl hadn't had too much time to explain how he ended up in South Carolina, how long he had been there, or why he didn't stay in Martinique after selling the house. Her thoughts were interrupted by the roar of the engine as Jake passed a semi and merged onto the interstate. You know, the Volkswagen convertible looked really cute. We didn't need this gas guzzler. Jake turned his mirrored sunglasses her way. Always wanted to drive a charger. Besides, that was our agreement. I agreed we would drive home if you let me rent the car I wanted. Guys and their muscle cars, I will never understand it, she said with a sigh. What's the plan? Police station first. We need to talk to Carl. Sam folded the map to the area where they were headed. Let me guess. You're going to play it straight, cop to cop, and hope they share all their information. She lowered the visor to block out some of the sun's glare. A welcome to South Carolina sign was flanked by tall palm trees on the side of the interstate. With a good tailwind, it had only taken two hours to fly to Savannah. Jake thought of waiting until the next day to fly out, but the worried tone in Carl's voice was one Jake had never heard in all the years he had worked for Carl. Something like that. You have a better plan? Although I'm almost afraid to ask, he added under his breath. Carl used a fake name for a reason, and he let on that he's expecting his attorney. Sam pulled a business card from her purse. You are Jason Coleridge. Leave your wallet, gun, and cell phone in the car. I am your assistant. Jake looked down at his Bermuda shorts and pale yellow shirt. I don't exactly look like an attorney. You have a client accused of murder. You came right from the airport. Besides, down here I bet even the judge wears shorts under his robe. Sam's phone beeped. That should be Tim. Tim? Jake didn't like the sound of that. Tim Meisner had been one of Sam's sources for years. He was a young hacker who had proved useful on a number of cases. His talents had caught the eye of the FBI, so he spent his summers during high school interning for the feds. Don't get your by-the-book briefs in a knot. Tim is getting us whatever reports he can find from the crime scene so we don't walk into this case blind. Jake's sigh sounded more like a groan. Sam's way of doing detective work blurred the legal lines. He had to admit they were walking into unfamiliar territory. From what they had researched, Hayward Bluff was a small town— Images of the small towns Lee Child's character Jack Reacher stumbled into came to mind. But then what were the ramifications of falsifying their identities? Would they be doing Carl more harm than good? Here, exit 8, Sam said. We can always check into the hotel first if you feel you need to change clothes. No need. I didn't pack anything resembling a suit. They no sooner exited the expressway than the familiar arches appeared. Great, I need a cup of coffee. It's 800 degrees out and you're drinking hot coffee? 
Jake already knew Sam would prefer an iced tea. He took the drive through received their order, and quickly got back onto the road. Are you going to keep Tim's report a secret? I thought I would wait until we parked. Sam stored the extra napkins in the glove compartment, then settled back to admire their surroundings. The tall trees and green underbrush they had encountered on the interstate were replaced with trees draped in a gauzy moss. Palm trees and lush flowering plants landscaped the businesses along Route 278. Wonder what those trees are with all that creepy stuff hanging from it. Live oak, and that's Spanish moss. It will attach itself to most trees. What about the trees with those scarlet-colored flowers? Crepe myrtle. If you read the travel magazine on the airplane instead of mangling my arm and sleeping, you would be an expert on South Carolina. I wasn't sleeping. I was praying we wouldn't go down in a ball of flames. Jake reached over and squeezed her hand. Sam noticed he was smiling more these days. Not that she had expected him to drop his bad cop demeanor.